and we're back. This is episode 191 of the Really Low Podcast. It's your boy, Rocky, sitting here with Chris and Rick. All right. I wasn't saying Ann, but I was going to make it dramatic. Uh, it's been a minute since we were last year. <laughs> so well, I thought you said we have like three weeks of backups that you can, I mean, we do, but you can mm, pretend like it just kind of flows. Really. Yeah, we didn't skip, hey, a, uh, didn't skip a beat. I keeps it real. Yeah. All right. I don't know if you know this, but um, I keeps it real. Keeps it real honest with the crowd. <laughs> what was that? Because I burped in that. Cup yeah, I'm like, that smells terrible. Still there. Uh, Mofongo is coming back mm. to bite you. <laughs> it's like burp uh, backwash type situation. No, it's the standard. Mm. Uh. The Chicharron de Pollo and the Mofongo. Sounds amazing. <laughs> it was made him. It was my second choice. It was originally going to be Popeyes. And when I was leaving the Popeyes, that smell of the chicken tenders was. All down the road, and I go, not today, Popeyes. And I just gonna walk. Yeah, D- Danny is the one that showed me a lot of the places that up and down 36th Street since you worked in uh, at UPS. Yeah, and about I was gonna all t- those spots. I was gonna take a photo of that fucking tavern that he told me. Well, Bryson's? That, the Irish Bryson's one? Pub. Because Bryson's. I went to Tsubi and I had to arrive around and I saw I was like, oh, that's it. But I was like, I was driving, so I couldn't get it. it that's really also cool. a liquor store. I saw him. Yeah, it's man. like a big daddy's. <laughs> It looked like trash. It looked like it should be like a box. Like the outside looks like a boxing gym thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't yeah. look any better inside. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, it's not bad. It's not great. If you're if you're just like going to get drinks with people and shit, it's pretty cool. I, I was mean, about to say that's the farthest place to get drinks, but I remember you're over there. Yeah, I'm on the other side yeah. of the highway. <laughs> Even though I usually get real close on my way home, I come up the side of the airport. So I come out onto which side of the on, airport? On the 36 by UPS. Oh, okay. Yeah. So UPS building is I come out, make a quick right, and then jump into Virginia Gardens and I make my way back there. Nice. So oftentimes I get gas at the gas station that's right in front of Burger King, which is right next to Bryson's. Yeah, next to Bryson's. Yeah. So I'm, I'm there with a, se- oh, a decent amount of frequency. Yeah. Well, after work. Uh, but anyhow, so I made a tiny list. Hold so on, I'm sorry. About it blows my mind that people eat at that downstairs place, that fucking convenience store food. That place is good. Anthony it's brought that bad. shit back, and I saw it. I was like, what is it? He's like, downstairs. I'm like, excuse me? Because I only knew about that because Sergio told me that's what the heat gets catered. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, when we cater, it's downstairs. I'm like, stop and shop, bro. Like, yeah, that pays pretty good. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, if you're there early yeah, enough. you get some good, some good food at those yeah. types of places. First place, first time I went there was with Danny. He's like, I forgot we had to pick up something at UPS or whatever, and he goes, "Oh, we're gonna go get a good breakfast over here." Yeah, pretty good breakfast. Uh, they have a a croissant, like with eggs and ham and stuff uh-huh. like that. It's really good. He, well, he came back with like some orange ass rice, yellow rice. Oh yeah, they have shit. like hot foods that rotates. Yeah, yeah. you know, and if you can get like a Cuban um, steak sandwich, you can get a steak sandwich or palomia or whatever. Maybe I'll check it out next week. Yeah, downstairs not bad. We go there every now and then. What, what they really like, if you like soup, like uh, sopa chicharro. Uh-huh. Supposedly they make a really good one. But I'm not a soup guy. But not a soup guy? I'm not a soup guy. I mean, even sopa chicharro isn't like soup. It's fucking like beans. It, I like soup, but like I feel like soup to me isn't like, oh, this is what I'm eating. I'm just eating soup. I mean, yeah, a nice hearty soup, bro. I don't know. Like a See, lobster bisque? That's that's like an appetizer. I'm not a. That's not a. Fan. That's not a. A chowder, clam chowder. I'm not a fan. Chowder, yeah. I love clam chowder, but like that's not to me. Uh, I wouldn't just order clam chowder and be done. That's not my lunch. Clam chowder to me is like that. I want a soup and then I'll have my lunch. I mean, know? it depends if you get a cup versus a bowl. That's still the same thing to me. I, I, kinda, I, I mean, I don't think it is at all. Yeah, like I'd have it and be like, "Where's my rest?" Because there's some soups that are like it's a meal, like a chili. Yeah. It's a meal. 
Again, yeah. I think if you get like a bowl of like lentils with something, eh, you're going to get full. Well, my grandma yeah. makes lentils all the time, and so I'll eat that, but it's because that's like what we have. So I'll get the big soup bowl just eating straight lentils. But like a soup soup, like if I were just to have, you And know, if anything, you get lentils, get a little side of like rice. Boom, put it in the lentils, yeah, and now you got a hearty or thick ass lentils, beans and rice with the ham. I'm in just, there. I'm just not. What I'm saying soup is, in you general. can make it. You can make it a thing. Like, I, I like tomato bisque. I, I wouldn't have like that for bisque. like. I don't. I don't. French like, onion soup and well, broccoli and cheese. But those, those are, are probably those are appetizers. Those are probably my three. A baked potato soup is pretty good. Was that appetizer? Yes, I've had it. I've had plenty of soups. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it's there's a lot of people, especially at work. That their first thing, he goes, man, I really want a soup today. I never hear myself saying, man, I really want a soup today just for like lunch. Look, I love clam chowder. We talked about this on that other weird podcast. If you had a soup on a thing, like I can eat it, but I remember we had when you were stuck on an island, what soup would you oh, only yeah, have? And you had a never ending soup bowl and I would, it was clam chowder. It's got to be really thick and I love clam chowder. I think that's the only soup I would kind of, well, if we're dropping off like ramen, because ramen is like soup. It is stuff. soup. Yeah. But like that ramen to me is like a meal meal because that's like a but lot it's a of soup. Shit. That's a meal. Yeah. It is. But I would consider that more than, uh, you know, I wouldn't be like, let me get the ramen appetizer and then a bunch of sushi. Like some if, people do. Yeah, I, I, I do that sometimes. A small bowl but, of ramen and sushi. Well, I have the big ramen and then just some sushi rolls. But I wouldn't. It's not like if, you know, you have like the hearty potato soup and then I'm just like, mm, I wish I got a sandwich or something else. You know, I don't see soup as like a. The final thing. I, I think, think I think if I you, see soup is that soup salad. Get a soup and then I get my Yeah, but those dish. are like side soups. Those are cups of soup. If you got a bowl of soup. It, yeah, I've seen the I bowls. Mean, if it's not like chicken noodle, because that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> only home stuff. You only get chicken well, noodle. Well, no, because some people get chicken noodle from like Cuban places. They make a chicken noodle. Who the fuck? What the? Yeah, or like a minestrone. You know what I mean? Like, to me, those are kind of equal. Yeah, like, that's like just a like miso whatever soup, soup, bro. That's just a bullshit yeah, yeah, broth. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or like egg drop soup. It's whatever Yo, soup. Yo, I love egg drop. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's not... Those aren't going to fill me up. No. But I, I think like a heartier soup or a ramen or, you know, it's analog and like Chinese cuisine or whatever the fuck else is... uh, will fill me up. I, yeah, but I, I look at ramen so distant from soup, even though it is soup. But I feel like ramen is like... I don't know. It, it's, it's the same thing. No, because it's separate. It's because noodles. No, because it's a protein. I, I mean, <laughs> there probably is a place like this. So I'm not going to say no, there probably isn't. But like there's ramen restaurants that only serve ramen. There is no that I've seen like a soup restaurant that only serves soups and you're just going to eat soup there. Ramen is considered like a meal while you don't go to like. Yeah, a, but even ramen places, only restaurant, even ramen right? places offer smaller dishes for yes. like appetizers. Yes, but but like. Their main thing is like ramen. There's not like a place, obviously. Maybe there is like a weird cereal bar or some shit like that. Like one of those kind of things. That's only like all we serve is soup. And all you're going to get is soup. Yeah, with, probably with an appetizer. I'm certain that there are places like Well, yeah, same. But, but some I think it's ass. because most people will do the cup soup and a sandwich. Like Panera does that like. Pick two. two yeah, yeah, you pick two. I mean, and you that's can usually get what you do. You can get, like you can a, small get a soup salad from them and too. a small soup with. Another like sandwich or whatever the fuck else, or you can get a soup and a salad. You know, or you get a you get a like bread a, bowl, the bread bowl. But that's a they, that's just a soup. That, soup. That's a meal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the bread is the meal. The right? only thing I've ever seen like a ginormous soup was uh, La Granja sells. I don't know what fucking what are they Nicaraguan or Honduran? Um, they're Peru. One of those places. Yes, not a they. Granja. Uh, no, Granja is Peruvian. Yeah, I think you're right because it does that weird uh, chaufa shit. Too. The Chinese Spanish food. Yeah, chaufa. Yeah. Um, they have a soup that I've Chifa. seen a, a few people eat. That's like 
like half the size of your laptop, like almost as tall as it. And it's like a crazy ass soup. That's like a, I mean a hot pot where the thing or is a like, yeah, but those are those are the pho is like I related to like the ramen where it is. But like I'm saying they're soups, bro. They it's are a soup. simple broth. They are soup with but your mix. The soup that my dad has been. Going soup, crazy, but it's not for... like let's go to the fucking clam chowder restaurant. My, my dad's been crazy. <laughs> like when he's been coming down here, um, he always he gets like this thing for like getting fish down here because uh, I guess you can't get really good fish in, in the Carolinas. I mean, we're on the coast. So. Yeah, so he gets, he gets <laughs> even though his, I mean, uh, Carolinas, I guess yeah, but they're not a fishing place. Well, he's I mean, he's yeah, interior, they're not. He's interior. Yeah, so. if you're on the coast, if you're in like Atlantic, so soup he's area. been getting is called the fisherman soup. I don't know where I had that. Um, the fish house down here plus another place in Hialeah, which he says is his favorite. Fisherman soup. It has like every has pieces of fish in it. It has um mollusks. It has us um like said, mollusks, uh, arthropods, uh, crustaceans. It has all of that. <laughs> Gonna eat that little crab hole. I think it has, it has shrimp. It has, it has a little bit of lobster. It has uh yeah, it's just a seafood fucking. Se- it's a seafood. Yeah, it's gumbo. Everything. It's just a crazy jumble. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is like a gumbo jumble. Yeah, it's really funny. It, it just I, I said the the crab thing because apparently if you go to Dragonfly, which is fucking hoity-toity in uh, downtown Doral. Mm. Uh, my boss went and he goes and blows a shit ton of money, like hundreds of dollars every time he goes with his friends. So much so that like the manager of the place will come and be like, here's something that's not even on our menu. But like, here, I brought you some. And like, I've been with him when the manager does that. So this time he brought him like a bunch of like seafood and like these tiny crabs that you just eat the whole thing. I've done that. the whole thing. With yeah, the, whole the, thing. Yeah, Shell yeah. and all. I was like, what do you do with the show? He's like, you, you eat it, yeah. you bite it, you crunch it. We had that. Um, Interesting. I was like, it must some be the a- softest of shells. It's some Asian mart, and it was those crazy weird Asian snacks, and it was a tube, and it was just crabs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you showed me a picture. It was a whole little crab. Yeah, a whole little baby like crab. Like, tiny, tiny crab. And, like, we I- saw it, and it's hyper fishy, because it's fucking real, like, super fishy crabby, but you just, and we're just eating the crabs. And, like, it's not like the shell, like, very it's like you're eating, like, you know, it's not a like shrimp tail. And shit. Yeah, like, you know, if you eat a shrimp tail, which I eat the shrimp tail, but if you eat that, and it's like, like, all crazy. But, yeah, it's like really chewy. And you, yeah. you eat the shrimp tail? I, I've given up on breaking it, and I've become that super Latin man that just, I don't know, just eats yeah. the fish. I just, I just that's like My next step is eating the fish eye. That's, and an, then, that, <laughs> that's Annette's dad. Annette's dad eats the whole shrimp tail. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll like, bite at the end. And My grandfather, he used to do the peel open. And then like I did that. Open. Like you get the fork and the knife and whoop and pull the shrimp right out of the tail. Oh, okay. yeah. You can, no, I you just can, use my fucking hands. Yeah, you my can teeth. de-shell it like you that. Can, I yeah, used yeah, to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. Like you'd slide the knife in and, and snap it. And then and then he started doing like he'd eat the fish eye and I'd watch him. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, eh. And then he just started doing the whole shrimp. And then I was just like, yeah, fuck it, man. Why waste my energy? And so I just eat the whole thing. Because sometimes I eat a banana's peel. There's re- shut the what? Fuck it. Right. <laughs> no, that's weird. There's, there's, uh, throw you off. it's because there's real estate in there sometimes. You miss the little meat. So I'm just, I, uh, it's not, it's not worth the trouble for me. So it's not as those shrimp that you can, those crab don't feel like that. Like you just kind of just eat it. And they're not like, you know, like this. No, they're, no, they're tiny. They're like, like this. Like they this. look like those little baby ones that would scurry in the sand. But they're like, and they're, they got powder it's on nuts. them and stuff. It's, it's a weird, I forgot what, you know, I can't, I can't say right. what Asian. Ethnicity or whatever it was. What it came specific from. cuisine? Yeah, because it's a snack. But I didn't know if it was, you know, Korean. I don't remember the box. You know, Vietnamese, Thai, whatever the fuck. Well, I think specifically in Dragonfly, it's supposed to be Japanese fusion. Uh, it's probably something they, yeah, they mix together. Because Japanese people don't just like, I mean, maybe people in Osaka, really fishy towns. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I've never towns. been in a, one of the Asian marts and seen Japanese food that is just like the crab. Yeah. I've had the weird... 
balls that taste like the, the shrimp or the ones like Not the okonomiyaki. I'm probably saying it wrong. That are supposed to be the squid balls, which I really like. Oh, but no, it's a takoyaki. Takoyaki, yeah. You're supposed to have those good. where they're fresh octopus. Like, people make those, like, straight. Yeah, but yeah, I've yeah, had yeah. the it's snack just version. Dipped in and yeah, I've, I've had, had the snack it. version, which are just the big puffs that taste like. I've had it at, uh, I don't know if it was at Dragonfly. It might have been Dragonfly or somewhere else that, like, they, you know, it's a kitchen, so they make it right yes. there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, different, but good. That taste fishy? Those, because they're balls, yeah. Because it's like a puff. Because it's selling it like a like a cracker a snack, right, or right. a potato chip. It's a whole bag, and you open that thing up, it smells like the ocean. Because well, same it's, with the little bag of shrimp, the shrimp, yeah. the like uh, shrimp puffs, where it's just like, oh my god, yeah, because oh it's the ocean. Because it has it has the shrimp in it, like preserved, so you're just getting that ocean smell. And then these it things might are, make you rich. They're supposed to be like balls yeah. because when you really make it, they're like probably make you they're rich. like dough with the octopus, and they're kind of like cooked. And they pour and put them on like little sticks. Yeah, and then you get little like these things look. They're like about this big, and they look like you know Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups, like the cereals, the puffs, like big. But you just you just crunch them because they're obviously like a chip thing. Yeah, but it has pieces of the octopus, but. It's very fishy, but I uh, love it. I love octopus, and you're not, you're not a huge fan of fish. But I hate like, fish. But, in time. but but you like that? The, I, I like mollusks. My, my thing is is not langostas. My thing is not much of a Christine. texture thing. Is more <laughs> of that fishy taste. That's what I can't stand. I just don't like fish. I'll have fish if it's combined. Like we talked about this before. Like yeah. I I had uh, we went to Gabose, that the Korean restaurant across the street from to Tate's, uh, and my. Did you ever go back to Tate's last week? No, because my sister wanted to go. Know. She wanted to go at seven thirty in the morning, and, but she was like, "I got a lot of work, and we didn't debate till Friday." And I was, and told her like, "Look, man, you gotta tell me now because my buddies are here, and if I gotta go to sleep, <laughs> it's like if we're waking up that early, so we can get there by seven thirty. It's like fuck my life." No, and you guys just gotta wait there till ten in the morning when they. Open. Yeah, but she wanted to do the drive so that we could wait. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then do the thing. Because she was talking to some guys like, hey, next week's the 10th sale. So it's like, I'm taking pictures of all the shit I'm going to buy. And she he, he explained like all the, the ins and outs to my sister because they were going to buy a bunch of back issues. Like, come next week. There's all this stuff. Dude, all the good back issues are like when the door opens. Yeah. If you don't get them, you're fucked. Yeah, because that's why I didn't, I didn't buy those X-Men 1 and 2s because I was like, oh, if we're going to come next week, I'll get those for like $2. Yeah. But then we didn't. I bet mean, they're still there. Yeah, um, but it's a regular price. Now. Yeah, it's back to eight bucks. You gotta wait till April when they do it again. But I was like, fuck, she wanted to go so early. And it's already like, I'm like, you're driving, right? And she's like, we gotta pick up. She's like, we're gonna go early because we gotta get my boy, uh, her boyfriend, and he's a little further away from us. Like south? Uh, no, he's on the way. Oh, okay. But he's still like off the way. 826, I think we get off on like Coral Way, and then we just gotta get to him and then come back. Oh, that's not terrible. But we just gotta do that. And then, so it's like, I'm just going to go sleep in the car. Because <laughs> by the time we get there, it'd be like 8.30, something like that. So then we still got to wait till they open. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I kept trying to psych myself up to go. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll go on Sunday. Yeah. Because she was like, we'll go. And then she's like, if we're going to go. I want to leave the house by 7.30. And I was like, ha. Huh. <laughs> it's like, I already wake up at like 6.45. Why are you doing this on my weekend? Man? Yeah. On Saturday, I woke up at 9. <laughs> I woke up at like at 9, 10 in the morning. So I was like, I'll just get there early. That's it. And then, like, I was just lounging around a little bit. And then I left the house, like, at 1. I'm like, uh, I'm going to start going to, like, thrift stores and, like, little shops in Pembroke Pines area and make my way north. And I ended up making my way north, but just not to Tate's. <laughs> I assume by the time. I was like, I'll just go on Sunday. Anyway, by the time you'd get there at that time, all the good stuff would have been gone in that well, tent. It dep- Well, I never go into the tent. There's oh, too really? much digging. Fuck that shit. Well, yeah, I go the into the that, store that and long go, box, two and go bucks. yeah, half off. 
Just find me good back issues or half off. That's all I want. That's what I want to do. I didn't want to go in the 10. I wanted to get no. the old X-Men issues 50% off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe some of the crazy ones that they have in the glass case, I can get like a $50 thing for like 25 bucks. Like I think one of the last times I went during a 10 sale, I got all of the Batman year one for like oh, 50, 60 bucks or something. Like all four or five issues, however many it was. Yeah. And they were all half off from like 30 bucks a piece. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, that's all I do. I just go and get that shit. Uh, but what's cool is that's that... That's what this guy was doing. He's like, I'm marking everything I want. They put out all the all the like good stuff. So first thing in the morning, but they do it and then they'll separate some stuff for the next day. Because they know that some people can't make it on Saturday, so they make it mm-hmm. on Sunday. So then Sunday has a fresh batch of like good stuff also. So it's not like if you missed it su- Saturday, you're fucked for Sunday. I wish it was so much closer to us. Because then I would do that shit at like 7 in the morning. It's just such I've a... I've never done that shit. It's just such a drip for me to true. just get out that early... Do this hour sleep drive. in the car. <laughs> do this hour drive. Yeah, well, if my sister wants to go, it's just me going. And then I got to do this. And then I want to eat lunch. And I'm just like, I just want to go. <laughs> Dude, what I've done before, I think we've done it with Danny, is like, he'll go to my house, pick me up, and then I'll drive the rest of the way. Oh, yeah, so you can pass that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that way, well, that way it, it feels more fair. You know what I mean? I get you. Like, drive from here oh, to me. Oh, well, yes. It's yes. about halfway from me to Tate's. To Tate's, right, right. But like, yeah, Tate's no. is kind of far from me. So too. I went to the Korean restaurant like we usually do. And then my sister's boyfriend had... He got a noodle dish, uh, and it had tons of seafood in it. And I had that. The thing was spicy and seafoody, but I'll have it because it has fish in it. I don't like, ooh, it's got fish, but it's got everything. If it was just like fish and noodles, nah, no thank you. But it has like, you know, clams and shrimp and random octopus. And I like, I love that shit. So like, I'll have paella. It has fish. I don't care. But like, if it's just like a tuna steak, you know, or fucking mahi mahi shrimp. No, no, thank you. No dolphin. Like I don't, tuna I don't steak, want. You don't like tuna steak. I don't like anything like that. For but me. tuna's barely fishy. It, like salmon, super fishy. I like to yeah, me. Super fishy. Doesn't matter. I just don't like it. Like a, if it's just like you're giving me fish and veggies or fish I and rice. Do, I can do mahi mahi now. Can't do it. <laughs> Considering I've had, I've had that, a few times I used now. to eat a lot of salmon when I was younger because my mom would make it a lot. I hate it. Then tilapia, whatever. And then the most fishiest thing I have is sushi. You ever got like tuna tataki? But, but see, sushi doesn't taste fishy. Well, it's sushi Depends to me. Sushi. If it's yeah, if, if it's you get like fish if skin, it's fresh. Yeah, yeah, I love fish that. skin, but that's not why I don't like. I mean, no, that's why you don't. Mm-hmm. But I don't like it because I just don't like fish. But like, I love sushi, so I'll eat. I'll eat that fucking nigiri shit. I'll eat baby octopus. I'll have it all. I don't care. I I love sushi, and then I love tuna fish. That's it. That's my extent. But yeah, for the most part, sushi doesn't taste like fish. Oh, and then like, like fried fish. Heavy. That's why I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Once you start cooking the fish, is where it gets yeah. a, a yeah. lot more. Of that I don't one. like to but me. It's not the fishy. Is like. Well, yeah, nothing to me. It's not the fishy taste. It's just like, no, thank you. I just that's weird. I just don't like fish. It's not like like little, 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 like I can't have it. Like, I'll eat it if you cooked it. And that's like all I have to eat. Fine. Fuck it. I'll eat it. But it's not like ugh, like I just gag on it. You know, I love salmon. Like I'll have those those Ugh. nigiri just straight I fucking salmon, salmon sushi. Boom, boom, boom. I'll take tuna, those. Tuna. I'll take those of tuna. Oh, I do it all. I do it all, man. Well, I, I, I mean, I will also. Eggs. But if ah, I have, if I have a preference. <laughs> If I have a preference, I'm going tuna. Oh, I get it. Oh, no, it's like these. Well, I don't know about Chris, but these assholes all usually ask for the, their sushi without masago. And I'm like, you can barely taste it. Or you can't taste it at all. Yeah. Just fucking give me like the tiny masago. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. the one that's just like decoration. Yeah. I don't understand that. I, I love to that. Save my life. Nah, I get I get all that. I'm pretty. I'm sensitive to it. the fish eggs. I eat those too. Like the big ones too, not the little tiny ones. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You get those big ones. The big I ones say, that like explode. Yeah, I said, that's, that's the difference. Ocean. I that's you really, bite into that. That's the ocean. That's really fishy. <laughs> the fact I, that you eat those is weird. That's like I, mega fishy. I always have. Whenever we used to go, me and buddies to the sushi buffet, 
like I always force them to get one, so it's like our toast, and just uh, just eat it. But then everyone stopped, and I just solo toast, and I would always be like, I'm eating the ocean, and just eat it, and it's just uh, you feel that shit, and that's where the whole idea of like. Who the fuck came up with eating salmon eggs? Like, what crazy Japanese fucking, you know, rando dude in the woods just having a salmon, squeezing it out, going, ah, just eating fish eggs and go, I love this, ah, you know, and he's wearing the weird, like, potato sack pants thing, and he's got a fucking do pad. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if it's just, like, this salmon happened to be, like, <clears throat> be pregnant before, they like, were, as I killed they cut it. it. yeah. And, at, and, and as a show of respect, I'm just gonna eat all of it. Uh, it's probably just, like, whatever, let's try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, like, it's just such a weird thing. It's like, who the fuck thought to, like, let me get the fucking fish eggs? And just I'm like, what flew? For a moment, I thought it was a bug. Doesn't pick. Yeah, and then it was just, I just thought it was funny. Like, Jiro just fucking <laughs> pulling this fish above his head and just squeezing Squeezing it, it's just all, all erupting on his face. But yeah, you have that. You gotta get the big one. Tastes like the ocean. That explosion. It's just, it's just all salt water and. Yeah, Chris wouldn't want that. And babies. I'm good. I'm <laughs> you're good. just, you're getting jerked off by the fish. <laughs> get that money. Isn't shot. that uh? Well, what's the expensive uh, fish eggs? Um, caviar. 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 Isn't that kind of like like beluga caviar? No, because caviar is no. like a paste. Yeah. That's like a pet. Well, taste. it is and it isn't because like. Caviar is the eggs, yes, but I, the taste is very different. It's very different because I've had caviar. I don't fuck with it. Yeah, we have caviar. Like I have caviar all in my house. I've seen the ones that are the tiny little eggs that look like the, yeah, I've had the, the tiny, the Japanese row, not the big ones, but the small ones. Yeah, that it just you can kind of put it. Like you don't taste it. Like yeah, it tastes like it tastes something. No, but it tastes like to me. It always tastes like a weird olive tabinade, like kind of random ass nah, shit. I wouldn't say that. It tastes well when I had it, right? Which was I think beluga, one of those fucking like it wasn't mine. Obviously, I was yes. at somebody's house. And uh, and I was just like, I'm going to try it. I had a cracker, got some of the fucking, you know, shit put on top. It wasn't a spread, though. This was like just the eggs, <laughs> right? But the tiny ones. And I bit it and I was just like, this isn't disgusting, but like, I don't see the point. It doesn't add anything to this cracker that makes me want to have it more. <laughs> it's just kind of fishy and just like texturally, it's, you know, weird. The so tiny ones like, is weird because you taste like you feel them all. I've had the, the pate, the paste one, like we've had it a lot in my house. And it does have a weird kind of salty taste, but I've kind of grown to like that's that one because it, it has salty. like an interesting. Yeah, but at least that one is, I assume it has like an oil or something yeah, that's to why like I make say, it. That's why it feels like the a weird fucking, tapenade the, bullshit. Yeah, the, ti the tiny like egg I've shit had the tiny is eggs just eggs. the eggs and yeah. it's like fucking good luck. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting. You don't taste. want that. You don't want any part of that. Try it at least you don't want once. none of this, Dewey. It's that fancy that, shit that you'll never see. Never had it. Uh, I'm good. What about sardines? It's not even worth fancy shit. Sardines? Oh god, are we venturing yeah. back into Vienna sausage territory? Oh god, Just I love sardines, bro. Uh, I'm good. Yeah. What about anchovies? Um, no, never had an anchovy. I, I like love anchovies. I once I once got delivered a pizza. Ken, how that do you had, not like fish? I once got delivered a pizza with anchovies on it, and it was instant. Blech. Oh, I've, so I love pizza with anchovies, but no one likes that shit, so I don't buy it. I love anchovies in my Caesar salad, but, like, there's never restaurants well, that have the anchovies in the salad. Like, well, I mean, usually the anchovies are in a particular type of Caesar dressing. Yes. I've had dressing that I taste, and it tastes fishy. Oh, you had it? I've never known that. It's like... Yeah, yeah, it's part yeah. of Caesar dressing, but there's a lot of Caesar dressing that's made without anchovies, because not or a lot of people such like a, it. Such a small 99%. amount. Yeah, or such a small amount that you can't taste right, it. Right, 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 right. But I've had it that you... It's up front. You're like, wow, this Caesar dressing is fishy as fuck. I love anchovies. Pow, right in the kiss. And that's fishy exactly. as fuck, too. Mm -mm. Anyway, give them one of your notes. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's just a weird left. Uh, I'm well, doing my fish talk, man. Well, that's cool. 
I thought we were getting to Vienna sausages eventually. No, we already went into that territory. Right. We have more shit. than once. Uh, you gotta well, pick for the one in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then you could try to grab the other ones and rip them apart. <laughs> well, just because, like, who knows when I'll post this episode. Goes good on But uh, it's been quite a while since Joker came out. So you guys haven't seen it, but, like, what is the general vibe that you have? Like, do you, are you more interested to see it? Are you less interested to see it? And then I will chime in with my thoughts. Uh, my brother really liked it. My sister <clears throat> said it was okay. Uh, and then my coworker liked it a lot, too. So does that make you more or less? I was going to see it anyway. But you yes. haven't. Even if people said bad. Yeah. But I mean, like, I would see it anyway. Even if people said it was like trash, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I want to see why. Okay. Whatever. Uh, though I, I do like, you know, Dan Slott, uh, Fantastic yeah. Writer and stuff. He hates that movie. He trashed the fuck out of it on Twitter. And then it became this huge thing that like four countries like took his tweets and wrote it. It's like this whole crazy shit. Yeah. He, he says what I kind of thought when I was telling you guys about like. DC kind of just puts characters in movies and they're not like how, like I think the Suicide Squad, no, no, the Harley movie is. He feels like Joaquin Phoenix is awesome as Joker, but this isn't a Joker film. This is, this has like no relation to anything, even though they, they said it, but he's like, I don't feel like this is a movie that should be a movie have, that is Joker. I have a variation. I've, I hadn't heard that take until right now, but I, I can have read a vari- it, but it's an interesting. I have movie. a variation of that take. Uh, Chris? Uh, I've, heard, I've, I've heard good it. things. I've heard like, the movie weirded them out. Um, I feel like it's a separate comment, but yes, I understand that. I've heard that as well. Um, overall, pretty positive. They said that he goes, uh, it's one of those movies that you should watch that, you know, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And I was like, I'm still just as hyped to watch to see it. Okay. Cause um, whether it was bad or not, I still want to see it. Yep. Uh, like people, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is great. My sister said he's awesome. But like, you know, barring that, it's just, uh, yeah. I like Joaquin. I mean, I'm, I want to see his, his take. So <clears throat> as soon as we were done with the movie, Nicole was like, I really like this movie. And I'm like, man, it's a fucking amazing. Rocky's going to give a non-spoiler review. This is an amazingly, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Again, I can fucking spoil it. doesn't matter. You just got to watch it because yeah. it's not even in what happens. It's in the execution of that. Yes. Right. So. Oh, I can tell you. Hold on. Before you go into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when I'm going to read his stuff later. But it's my sister also said that she saw the movie and there was a producer or someone there. She saw it at like the Coral Gables Art Center or something like that. Oh, the 70 millimeter print? I think she did. And she saw it with that someone they had that had a Coral Q&A Gables. after the thing. And they talked about it. And they were asked like, they worked with DC movies and stuff. Batman vs. Superman. And like they were brought up like, you know, why don't you just watch Taxi Driver and King of Comedy? It's like this is a movie that's an homage to that. But those yeah. do it way better. Like these try to be those movies. It feels like my sister said it's what he said. It it feels like it's trying to be a Scorsese film. And, you know, it doesn't fully accomplish what it is. Well, it is like very you can having seen Taxi Driver recently for the first time. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see the parallels to it. Yes. Uh I don't think you're better off seeing one over the other. I, I do think that Taxi Driver uh, accomplishes a thing differently than this movie. Uh, but after I was like sitting with it for just like a little bit, right? Like on the drive home, basically. Uh, my general consensus is kind of uh, the Dan Slot thing of like, I'm gonna get this to doesn't it. have to be the Joker. It could be Anybody any else? generic person that still kind of like goes through all of these motions. Uh, and as I've like heard more opinion on it and thought about it more, it does feel like this, uh, kind of the entire narrative is very obviously leading you to a thing. You know what I mean? You're not necessarily seeing how the character interacts in this environment. It's all like 
feels very much pointed in a, in a specific direction where as opposed to like taxi driver where you have the world of New York in the seventies and then you have Travis Bickle going through it and kind of interpreting what he's seeing. Travis is already mm-hmm. crazy also from the beginning. He's doing those internal monologues that it's yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that one, it's like the slow descent into yeah, more and, and more I've, madness. I've and like, the female character gets with him and then she finds out he's fucking going crazy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the movie also, like, slowly but surely shows you more and more of the, like, I don't know if it's psychopathy or just, like, the the, the further and further he goes down the, the well of craziness. Yeah, yeah, You've yeah. seen Taxi Driver, Chris, right? Long time ago. Right. Uh, so then this movie, like, it's weird, right? Because, I mean, I think even from the, the a theory I saw before watching the movie, kind of, and I think we talked about it, posited the fact that, like, it's very likely that Joker will be, or, you know, Arthur, whatever, will be presented as an unreliable narrator in this movie, you know, and there are moments of that, but then you can't, like, you're not sure what is what, and at no point is it, like, super clarified. So, I like, I, I really like the movie. I think it's a well-made movie. I think everybody should see it. Uh, it does kind of make you uncomfortable, or it makes... Makes some people uncomfortable, right? Some like people, yeah. I was watching it and like there's certain things that are happening that I'm like, well, this could go one of two ways. It could be fucked up. It could be like really fucked up or it could be like less fucked up. You know what I mean? So like at no point did this movie really kind of take me by surprise, especially like through the filter of the character. Right. So I already have a very preconceived notion of what the Joker is to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And at the end of it, my my summary to Nicole was like super good movie and blah 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 but like uh I jokingly said hashtag not my Joker right like this character is not one I can really grab onto because like there are too many missing Joker things from for my taste yes right yeah that's why I like my preferred Joker is Heath Ledger because he is the closest to the comic book version or if he was a real dude the version of the of the comic book that I really like well I mean this one is a real dude also but like. Since you're getting a lot of like a backstory and, and basically from his point of view a lot, uh-huh. you, you know, you, you could sort of feel bad for him, but you could sort of not feel bad for him. Like it, the movie can't decide on whether or not you should feel bad or if he's just like, you know, kind of maniacal. But at no point is he like sophisticated in the same way that like Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson or almost any other iteration of the Joker is. You know, like like presented in the trailers, he's kind of like stumbling and bumbling. And even, you know, once he's like embraces Joker personas and again, the trailer, yeah. uh, there is a degree of confidence, but not enough to link it to the character that I want. You know what I mean? So then one of the theories that's been positive is that like this isn't necessarily like the Joker Joker that this yeah. guy will just like help to inspire the real Joker. And I'm like, sure, I guess. Yeah. It's a weird, like cop out fan theory thing, sure. but like, sure, whatever. Yeah, that's just an whatever movie that was that? like the thing I said that DC characters are in movies that no relation to Like, this is like, you know, it's just a DC tale, you know, like a story from the yeah, DC universe. But, but well, he, 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 even seeing that, that this character inspires the Joker, then it just diminishes the Joker a bit. It makes him a copycat. Well, in the movie, in the trailers, they have that weird. He's like the Mr. Robot, like fucked F, you know, F society kind of shit. There's all those people with the, the clown masks and stuff because he whatever. I mean, I don't know the whole depth, but I assume it's like, oh, you know, you killed this dude on TV. Oh, you know, 
inspiring. I mean, I, I won't. Yeah. I won't say one way or the other. All right. So Dan Slott said uh, after he said, you know, don't don't see it. Yada yada. He loved Dark Knight and Wonder Woman. You know, thought Aqu- Aquaman and Shazam were fun. Can't wait for Harley Quinn. This is an anti DC thing. Joker's bad, real bad. Joaquin Phoenix's performance was a good thing in a bad movie. Also, Joker's a Joker movie. So he goes, the most frustrating thing about the Joker movie, there are so many excellent DC comics that dance around the Joker's origins. Any of those, just using the comic pages of storyboards, would have made a far better movie than what they put up on the screen. Just when you think the Joker movie can't get any worse, they found a way to incorporate a scene we've already seen in way too many times in superhero movies. If you saw Joker, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That was the rancid little cherry on top of this god-awful Sunday. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. As soon as as soon as soon that came up, I was like, fuck. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh-oh. So and this is his big rationale. But, like, I knew it. You you kind of half expected it, right? I'm, I'm trying to think what's. I was just like, as soon as as soon as like the you know the camera pans to like start that sequence, I was like, God damn it! And it's funny because I you know like I reacted subtly to me, but Nicole picked up on it. And she was like, What was that all about? The, and then we were talking about it. She was like, Okay, I get it now. The every superhero movie does. Don't know. Well, I want to. I wanted to react to be like, uh. Uh, don't so, don't overthink it. Just so watch the movie. Here's okay. his big three part thing. Watching a dark story about an anti-hero can be captivating. See Breaking Bad, The Shield, many of the character arcs in The Wire. How it's paced, why they make their choices, how much they're willing to empathize, how much you're willing to empathize with them, and for how long these can all be exciting things. But it has to be earned. You can't shorthand it by imitating other slash better films, Taxi Driver, King of Comedy, Falling Down, Fight Club, etc. If it's not paced out well, if the character goes too far too quickly, why should we continue to be invested in them? Stacking the deck against the character isn't character development. That's just job. Being dark for dark's sake isn't a theme. Rich equals bad, poor equals good isn't a hot take. Good cinematography, score, and even an excellent performance doesn't fix the meal if the recipe is bad. And that's what he his big thing. I mean, like I could see all of those things, and I kind of agree. That 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 was one of the things, right? As far as the character arc goes, mm-hmm. it feels like and I mean part of it could be like how how reliable is what you're watching, right? Like is some of it again, kind of citing the fight club thing, is some of it like enhanced? Is some of it even real is some of it not is all of it not real you know like a lot of people have had these takes after the movie and, and it doesn't clarify it for you it, it it kind of ambiguously leaves you with that like the top of spinning fade to black kind of situation uh, so you're yeah so you're able to kind of i guess make what you want out of it mm-hmm. but yeah it felt like i feel about it similarly to how i feel about ex machina right Mm-hmm. I like the parts of Ex Machina, but I don't really like the movie. Like I saw it and I think it's a well-made movie, but like it just didn't do anything for me specifically. And this movie kind of left me feeling in a similar way. Like it's a movie. I don't think it's I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great. I think it's a movie and people should go watch it and make up your own mind. But I, I also think that you're a little snake bit when you go into it trying to give even a fake origin story to that specific character. And then when you, and then when you intro it with him being like slightly sympathetic, right? Cause again, even from the trailers, you see that this dude is like a little bit just like, he just just do this beating down, together. watching yeah, his mother. And yeah, it's like he's getting his, you know. Everything falls apart. Right, like well, yeah, like life is just kicking the shit out of this yeah. guy. That's just job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, you want to feel for him. You know, and then there's things that happen that make you not feel for him. But like, it feels a little bit, yeah, it's hamstrung by a lot of those things is, is I guess what I'm getting at. Yeah. So like, that's why I, for fucking weeks now, I've been wanting to like talk in depth about it because I've been trying to get a bunch of opinions. But then a lot of the people that I've talked to thus far, you know, I, 
they don't have the most credible opinion. Some people do, but other people, they don't. So then I'm just like, this feels very unfulfilling is talking about this movie. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, all right, but well, I want to have a discourse. Know. Yeah, that's why I like how Dan Slot because, I mean, obviously a guy who's mega writes comics and stuff. I just wanted to see. Yeah, I like how his opinion is completely very different from like many people. I mean, I think and that he, opinion's a little hypercritical, uh-huh. but like I could really see where he's getting at with it. And I'm like, I don't fully disagree, but I think it's being like a tad nitpicky, but I don't, you know, I can, I can see where all those points come from because like, well, it's like there. Say, he says, it's like, that's not my joker. And it's like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. And I think that's why <laughs> like, uh, in, in all of my reactions to different people, I'm like, I, I don't want to take anything away from this movie. I think it is a really well-made movie. And like, although it is kind of dark and gritty, it works in this way, but like this character doesn't have to be the Joker. It could be fucking that, anybody. Well, that's what I, when we first saw the trailer, I was like, this can be anyone. Yeah. You're just, that's why it's just slapping on the clown makeup and it's just a psychopath murderer. Right. When, I mean, yeah, Joker can be a psychopath murderer, but like, that's not my Joker. And like, yeah, obviously he has no like real true origin, but like, I don't know. I wouldn't feel like I'd want to feel bad for this dude. I feel like something, he's just a fucking a product of society that he just becomes this. Yep. Mm-hmm. fucking dude and he just doesn't give a shit he's just a nihilist he just does right. whatever the fuck and he I, wants and, and I think that's what I like about uh, the Heath Ledger thing is that he is just like he is in on the joke yeah he's he, chaos he he's just an agent does, of chaos yeah yeah. yeah yeah right but but I think even in that way right because that, like that's a real throwaway line in the movie to kind of justify his existence yeah but when you really like kind of scale it back a little bit he says in another part that he's just like, I'm just in on the joke. Like he knows that all of this is like almost for naught. For not, yeah. You know, yeah, all these care. ethics and values and whatever. He was just like, they're to him at least are not fully necessary, Yep. you know, to be able to like survive and do all these things. And he's just going to show people that way. And I, I like that about that character. And he's still like smart and together enough to have henchmen and to have plans and to have all these other things to make money maybe I mean, not something smart. as elaborate as that nah, fucking, he doesn't care about money dude yeah he's no but on fire. yeah but he you need it to fund his fucking well yeah oh shit dude but i bet bazooka, you his dudes don't care they're just know. crazy joker thugs man <clears throat> there's a whole thing in the, the bank robbery scene where he, they kill each other and it's yeah. just like yeah. but he steals all that money yeah but he, 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 he needs he he just, to fund his antics in some way so he knows how to make no remember that money he stole he burned it or he burned half his half he gave them back their half. No, that's not all the money he stole. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And in the first in the first he didn't then, steal all the mob's money in the bank robbery scene. The mob gave him the money willingly. Towards no, the no, end yeah, of the movie. For, to, to kill Batman. Yeah. But he also had their money. Yeah. He well, stole yeah. the money. That's how he got, he, he got also, the leverage on them. He only took like so many bags worth of money. It's yeah, yeah. Like, that was to fund his like Enterprise. His, his operation, you know, for, for you know, to, to begin. But yeah, that's that's the kind of Joker, and like you know, that's that's what I would expect. I mean, yeah, there's probably a Joker that's a fucking crazy mass murderer, but then I just feel like that's not. I don't know. That's not my Joker. Well, it feels cheap. Yes, because then it's just when, when you're just a crazy he, mass murderer. Yeah, then he's just Steppenwolf from Justice League. He has no purpose. His purpose is to kill. Well, he's just one dimensional. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Which is what I Steppenwolf mean, was. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I could see if Batman was real and there was a dude that was like that. Yeah, sure, because Batman's probably dealt with something like Zaz or some shithead that just kills. Uh, but Joker feels like it's so complex. It's so complex enough to deal with, uh, you know, Batman. But you know, obviously, Batman's not like a character in this film, so he doesn't interact with him. But I, I wouldn't. I feel like. That's just like making John Wayne Gacy the Joker. It's right, like, right, right. Yeah, like, yeah. Anyone could be it. Hannibal Lecter. I mean, Hannibal Lecter's a more Joker character 
then I would assume this because he's a fucking guy who's really smart and fucking does really vicious shit and can outwit you. You know, even though Joker doesn't like outwit Batman, he just does shit to do shit and Batman doesn't second guess it. He's right. like, he's like thing, I, think, I am the bomb, Batman. What the fuck, you know? Yeah, I think Hannibal Lecter is almost too smart. <laughs> yeah, Hannibal Lecter is way too smart. But it's it's something like that where he's just like, eh, you know, yeah, I have yeah. a reason for doing this. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't see, I mean, Great on Joaquin Phoenix, but it wouldn't be like I wouldn't see the Joker like I've seen the trailer like him dancing like just in the middle of the staircase just woo man I fucking did it bro I'm fucking oh that moment I'm, like, I'm nihilism whatever whatever <laughs> music they use I was just like all right that's a choice that's what I heard like I I, I heard, didn't I, I didn't I didn't they have that it. Gary Glitter song in that in that in that I, I, it might be that one I don't fucking remember and Gary Glitter's the guy that's <laughs> for the the whole. Uh, pedophile. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That Someone too. posted a picture of like before the movie came out. I don't know if these are real songs on it, but it's like, oh man, they released the IMDb. Is. They released the. It was on iTunes. You can check out the whole soundtrack. Well, it's I, like, yeah, but I just go on IMDb and see what, here's what's listed. There. Here's the score, and it was like all horrible fucking people, like um, Gary Glitter. Uh, one was uh, Ten Minutes of Fart, which is <laughs> great, and then one was God, the guy who did that song, like Shinobi versus Dra- uh, Dragon Ninja, like boom, boom, boom. I'll pull it up, and he's like in jail for like ra- like almost raping a fourteen year old. Now he's in jail. He was grooming her mother and like these other what girls. The- yeah, no. he's fucking crazy. Uh, and like all these really horrible like people that were on like it's just like sex offenders like people that had music Michael Jackson like all this shit like yeah man our movie's fucked up so what's our score here's all the bad people I, I believe I, I know it's fucking I mean some of the music cues are good and like some of like for instance right like one of the one of the uh I think the good part or the interesting parts and I mean which is what again what makes it kind of good is the laugh or like yeah, the reason for the, the laugh, <laughs> and then he gets all. No, no, no. The reason for the laugh. Sorry, Lost Prophets is the band. Okay, that's what I thought you were talking about. You were talking about a guy, and yeah, I was like, and he's what? the guy. Yeah, he's a fucking. He's a massive criminal. You really like this song? I, yeah, I did too. It reminds me of like Need for Speed Underground or one of those games. He's a mega, mega fucking like super racist rapist dude and he's in jail and while he was in jail he was grooming like multiple girls to get him out of jail and like send nudes to him like underage nudes and like groom their little kids to fuck him and they were sending letters like he's really fucked up yeah it's really funny yeah well it's not funny dude. at all but you know yeah no it's really it's fun. really it's, fucked up it's funny when i found that i was like what the fuck yeah yeah, yeah. anyway go on uh no i mean it was it was just that like i just wanted to kind of like go over it as much as i could but i guess once you guys see it at whatever point we can maybe circle back to this topic just to see where your reactions finally are. Uh, but segueing to the next topic that I had written down, it's something I heard on another podcast. I thought was kind of interesting. Hmm. Uh, so it's really, it's this uh, hypothetical, like you can only choose one scenarios. Oh, okay. Uh, and it kind of comes back to, since we've been talking about music for the last X number of episodes, uh, you can only choose one. You can only listen to music that was released specifically released before your birthday or after pick one um that's a tough i was thinking about it like that's why i wrote it down because i'm like fuck i don't know what's your question like forever right yeah yeah well like everybody else can listen to any music hold on Uh this is the the joke it was the the joker original motion picture soundtrack and it had uh gary glitter fucking make this bigger uh, Gary Glitter song, Lost Profits. Uh, fuck. What was this? Rod Harris, 10 Minutes of Fart Sounds, Kevin Spacey song, 
and then R. Kelly. <laughs> like, oh, it's just, like everyone that's really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Lost Prophets isn't listed on the soundtrack for IMDb. None of these guys. I'm are. sure that's yeah. very. Jokey, R. Kelly. Right? Yeah, Gary yeah. Glitter is. So <laughs> that's enough. Yeah, but it's Gary Glitter. Ten minutes of farts. Lost Prophets. Like all this horrible shit. Lost Prophets. I don't know about Rod, uh, Rod Kelly or whatever. And then R. Kelly and then the uh, the other guy. That's too ridiculous. Yeah, it's a really funny picture. So yeah, the the um the, the question, question is, you can only listen to music that was you know released either before your birthday or after. You can only. From now until like the day you die. Uh, it has to be before my birthday. Because yeah. I don't know any songs nowadays. I don't listen to that shit anymore. <clears throat> but I mean, you were born in what, 1983? Yeah. There's stuff that you'd give up from the 80s into the 90s into now? Like, yeah, I know you don't listen to now stuff. Yeah. But like... Well, then I'd lose a lot of like... Lose a lot of like... Uh, a lot of the stuff. metal. A lot. Yeah, I know. That, that was my problem. I'm like, <laughs> do I choose... Like well, Zeppelin okay. and the Beatles and like everything that came before. No, because I only have like do I mid mid seventies to mid eighties. Because everything tough. earlier past that, I don't listen to like you know sixties and fifties like doo wop and all that shit. Motown sixties like the Beatles. I don't listen Hendrix. To that. I don't listen to that kind of Beatles stuff. Hendrix had like one album right until he died. No, he's, he had a few albums. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Jimmy oh. Hendrix Experience. That's the only one I know. Well, are you Experience is the first album. Yeah. Oh. There's also like Electric Ladyland and a couple of other ones that like just I can't remember off the top of my head. All those songs are like a minute long, unlike in the the Hendrix experience. It's like you just burn through them. Um, and then obviously, like if you can't hear the music that inspired it, then you can't hear, you know. Well, that's after it. it. My like, my whole like specific covers. My or whole music would be seventies and then the early eighty and maybe a bit into late sixties, like maybe some Santana and stuff like that. But outside of that, I don't care anything earlier past that. So, so you, you go backwards. I could probably get rid of that. I mean, because okay. So then you go everything after you're born. Yeah, because there's only like what, a, maybe like ten bands that I'd really care about. Maybe even less than that. What Zeppelin, uh, Pink Floyd. Uh, I mean, this is multi-genre, but yes, mostly it was rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. Existed. I mean, yeah. What other? I don't genre? know if you like like jazz or some shit. The fuck. I do, but I don't know like jazz people back then. Uh, yeah. What Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Santana, Hendrix, uh, Stones. Beatles, I I don't like old Beatles. I mean, uh, you got nine years to choose from, eight yeah. years to choose from. And I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't really like Beatles personally to begin with. Right. I think I only like like White Album when they started doing like Rando stuff. I mean, Rando stuff started in like Revolver. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I guess some like Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> uh, no, Cheat Trick is well. There maybe they're before before me in the eighties. I, I mean, look if the me. if the album. I mean, granted, if it's like Aerosmith, you can listen to just like every Aerosmith song after you were born, and just not before you. Halen were born. had eighty three when I was around, so you know I could get that. That's a birthday. Me. This birth date. Yeah, but so I mean, it depends that's when the, the al- it depends when the album came out. If it comes well, out January, November. I mean, I had all the way till November and before. That's pretty close. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you go after your birthday, most albums you only have a few months. Mm-hmm. I, I figured that this question would really sub Chris. But maybe not, because you like a lot of like shit that was around just after your. Like I don't care about a lot of their shit. Maybe do like I, Frank Zappa I, and stuff. Those are cool stuff. Do I forget all the stuff that came before? You just can't listen to it. Okay. Like maybe you. I don't know, man. This is a weird hypothetical. It maybe is. you know of it, but you can never listen to it again. I'll go forward. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably go. See, because for me, like, fuck, that means I have to give up. Like, ah, fuck, I don't remember when Thriller came out. But like Earth, Wind, and Fire, Thriller or came like eighty two or something. Yeah, there you go. That's right. It did come out in eighty two. So like, I could never listen to Thriller again. But I fucking love Thriller. I know. It's tough. Or like early hip hop shit. 
Or like Rapper's Delight. I mean, granted, that's like one song. I mean, I don't listen to Rapper's Delight. That's that hip hop. Hip, that's like the shit you hear at like someone's wedding. <laughs> I was like, I love Rapper's Delight personally. Like that's the only. I bought. Song. I bought the twelve inch single. I bought the twelve inch single a single a few years ago. Rapper's Delight for my dad because he also liked Rapper's. Delight. Uh, Thriller. Let's see. Just it came on eighty two. <laughs> or uh, fucking off the wall. No, it said I was like about Michael Jackson released two thousand eight, and I was like, excuse me, and that's the thriller twenty five. <laughs> yeah, twenty five. <laughs> I was like, you want Kanye yeah. on that? Uh, uh eighty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I couldn't hear Thriller yeah. or Off the Wall. And personally, like those are my two favorite Michael Jackson albums. Yep. Everything else is like fine, but so that's what Moonwalker and no, that Moonwalker's on bad. Imagine you I was, kind of have like dangerous. I'm, you got bad. I'm 87, so a lot got, of the 80s. <laughs> yeah, remember the, the 80s, time. Yeah. Remember the time. No, that's on. Uh, that's the one. I think it's on bad. Yeah, it's, yeah, on it's bad. bad with all the mirror front thing, the weird thing. Yeah. What? The the, the cover? front cover is that his eyes and the no, that's the dangerous. Glass. That's dangerous. Oh. Bad is just him in the black suit from the video. Yeah, and the uh, background remember the time's is white. On, on that's uh, remember the times on dangerous. Is it the on one dangerous? with Eddie Murphy? It has to be. I don't remember. I thought it was on bad. But like Dirty Diana's on bad, so that's fine. Uh, Remember the time. Uh, I was right there. God, was it on bad? That doesn't feel like it should be on bad. It's on dangerous. Um, okay, I'm looking at music because that was on- white Michael Jackson. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look at the released. album cover to bad. Yeah, yeah, bad he's was- white already. <laughs> the video for bad, he's white already. You can't like one Michael Jackson just wouldn't make me want all the music before because then there's like so much stuff that no no but I'm saying like I'm thinking of all the things that I like that have come out before I was born and like there is a lot now granted if I go if I give up everything that's after I was born that means I give up all of hip hop basically and that's kind of a yeah that's a big deal for me wow White Snake I done White Snake White Snake White Snake I got nothing what are they eighty two I got nothing here for that. Tom Perry and the Heartbreakers. Uh, see, like, like see, to me, let, let, let I could give up. two shits about giving up any Van Halen album. Woo! Fucking don't care. I don't listen to that, it. That's what I'm looking for, Van Halen. At 83. Yeah, but Chris was born in 87. Well, then you got him. You got you got Hagar. No, but he's I mean, tra- no, he said he'd give up everything before he was born. Well, he'd all keep the everything after rock stuff is is early 80s. Yeah, and I'm, I'm screwed. That's, that's, yeah. Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls. Van Halen, 83. Gone as well. And then what's the other Van Halen album? The one with the two oh, kids no, on three it. Is the one with the, the, uh, the twins. I'm looking at what came out 87. Because that's going to be the cutoff for me. Uh, you have Metallica at that point. Yeah, it was 90 was. or 89? Was well, Black, Black Album was, I think, 89. I think. No, it was 90 because it was in our 90s stuff, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know, man. It's a lot of shit. No, for, for me, me, it was tough because oh, I'm like, I, I, I have a lot to lose. I can't. Oh, wait. Here you go. 10... I can listen to Twisted Sister, Love is for Suckers. Sure. Is that a good one? <laughs> that came out uh, 13. Uh, Dude, with 87, 13. you have the majority of all 80 rock music. Metallica. And that's a lot of good stuff. The $5.98 EP. Oh, that's like a stays, demo. Revisit, yeah. Yeah, those are demo shits. You already have like the, the birth of metal? Yes. You have well, like, like modern metal, I guess you would say. Yeah, because you don't get Black Sabbath. No, because he if he was before he'd get black. Yeah, but he said he'd give up everything before. Well, he's checking. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm going. I'm saying like if you. I'm didn't, going to the future. Yeah, you're going from your birthday forward. Correct. Like to current. Correct. So you give up all that shit because that's what I mostly listen to now. But I, I listen to a lot of older stuff. But see, that's my problem. I actively listen to a lot of old stuff. So do I. I but I don't know. I feel like there's eventually. I would like to. 
I would like to experience new things versus just falling on the same old stuff. Yeah, but then the caveat being, right? I mean, granted, for you, a lot of the shit that you like is after your birthday. But for instance, for, let's say for me, yeah. right? Like, I love hip-hop. And I could, at a certain point, I'd get tired of listening to everything from, like, 83 to 98 or 97. <laughs> everything pre-Jiggy, Yeah. right? Like, I'd get bored of that after a while. And then all I'm left with is garbage. Well, I mean, for the most part, right? If I'm talking to, like... Giant generalizations. It's not good. I told you that pre that early eighties is just hibbited, hibbited, hibbited. Yeah, but if I keep, <laughs> that's fine. So if I go from a lot of people that just kind of talk like this. If I go from eighty three with nice. If I go from eighty three to ninety seven, let's say right, because you still get like some good like black star shit or ninety eight. But why are you capping? Right? You you no, no, no. I, I know, but I'm saying if that's all, like if that's all I want to listen to in a hip hop sense, right? That's going to get old, too. Oh, yeah, of course. So then, because then all I have, like, moving forward is not as good. It's real diminishing returns. So, like, do I just stick know. with all of the shit that's old and learn to appreciate even older music? You you never know what's coming. I mean, you're going to have one artist that maybe speaks to you. And you're like... Oh, no, oh. I, like, I like, for instance, if you compare the two of us, I, li- I love fucking modern hip-hop and read this guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm very accepting of new music uh, when it comes to hip-hop specifically. Uh, Rick less so yeah. so like I'll, I'll make like it work yeah, yeah, yeah I'll make it work but there's also like it's hard to give and up that, certain classics Joe you know what I mean it's true no, no, I, I agree <laughs> like I'm, to be able to not I'm going through my head I'm like Pink Floyd oh, I love Pink Floyd to be able to not put well, on like a lot of Pink Floyd albums did come out in the late 80s and stuff well, yeah in the 90s I think it was um, what's the name of yeah but any of the Division ones that you listen to Division Bell is 90s yeah. uh, I don't listen to a lot of Dark Side of the Moon I feel Dark Side of the Moon is so like overplayed and I like a lot of their other. I listen to it I all. Love, I love that album, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, it has really great stuff, and I'm just like, you've, I've probably, just heard you've, you've heard it too much. I've heard it too it's much. It's overplayed. Yeah. yeah, and I like you know, fucking Wish You Were Here and fucking yeah. Division Bell and all those. Shit. I, I always skip Wish You Were Here. Oh, it's not on its own I, I record. I love that song. It is on its own record. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's a yeah. that's the name of the album. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah, albums. Yeah. Yeah. I love that song. It was just, I've heard it so many times. I've got Limbisky cover. There was a cover for that? Uh, yeah, he did it with the dude from Puddle of Mud, I think. Oh, I don't know that. I think yeah, it was like right after 9-11. Whoa. And they got a picture of the Twin Towers. Wish you he had that, that, that Behind Blue oh. Eyes song, right? Didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, did they did Behind Blue Eyes. Uh, Which I don't hate, but it's fucking terrible by comparison. Um, great fucking DJ Lethal shit in the middle of it. <laughs> that speaking spell. Four. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see their Three. albums when Pink Floyd, all their albums came out. <laughs> Wish You Were Here was 1975. Oh, look, as far as like Metallica, since he had brought it up and I was looking for it, you got everything from Injustice for All forward. Nice. That's 88. Nice. But you don't get Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning, or Kill Em. Uh, Master of Puppets, that's, that's, good album. Oh, that's 86, bro. You Ride the Lightning, bro. I'd get all of them if I if I went after my birthday. Because Kill Em All came out July of 83. So, like, Rick's fucked on Kill Em All, but I don't know how much you like Kill Em All. Damn, you got, you got a good one, man. You know, actually, I could do Pink Floyd. It, like, yeah, I couldn't. All the Pink Floyd stuff, the best stuff to me is. Yeah, this is 70. 79 to 77. Yeah. Four albums. Wish You Were Here, Dark Side of the Moon, Animals, The Wall. Yes. I mean, Pulse is 95, which I kind of like. Uh, and Division Bell is That's 94. already past uh, Roger Waters and stuff. Uh, yes. Uh, Division Bell still has all that stuff, but it's it's the weird. But Roger Waters and then. In the in no, it's just it's just um uh, the guitar uh, the Gilbert oh yes uh, I know who you're talking about blanking on his name I feel like an asshole I should know this 
But anyway, you're on your own. I ain't got nothing for that. Like that's that's a pretty cool concept. Um, I mean, I mean, dude, now look, look at um, <clears throat> look at for someone like for example, my sister. She was born in 05. Yeah, yeah but I mean, how much does she appreciate all that mega old shit by comparison? She's born to K-pop. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Look, I looked at Van Halen one day ago. Here's a photo of Eddie Van Halen at last night's Tool concert. Van Fan asked Stranger to take his picture at a Tool show. Has no idea it was Eddie Van Halen. No way. It's <laughs> a louder. That's a. Stare. When was this? Uh, last night, October 23rd. He, Eddie he, Van Halen was at Tool show in LA this week when he was approached by a fan who had no idea he was speaking with a guitar. Great. That doesn't look that much like uh, Eddie. I heard he anyway. wasn't doing that well, though. I mean, when was the last time he was, like, mega relevant? Was that you? No, that was Chris. That was oh, his tutor. It's terrible. Um, but I heard well, he, was, he was mega relevant well. to me because I'm like, hey. But he had, like, cancer. No, but I mean, in general. He had cancer a while No, that he came back. Oh, it did? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, boys. Okay, so Eddie Van Halen and his son Wolfgang, who's you know plays in their band, yeah. attended a tool show at the Staples Center in Los Angeles on Monday night while the guitarists and bassists were there to see Maynard. Uh, and co-play tracks from their new album, Fear and Ogulum. Eddie got a surprise when a fan approached the guitar wizard for a photograph. The man wanted Eddie to take his picture, but had no idea he was talking to Eddie. <laughs> That's hysterical. Wolfgang captured the moment on camera and uploaded to Twitter, explaining, a guy asked my dad if he could take a picture of him with the stage behind him, having no idea who he had just asked. That was my favorite moment from the Tool show last night. My question is, how, how one, how old is that fan? And two, do they even give a shit? I don't know. It would have been a group payoff to, to reach out to him. Because I mean, like, depend. I working on the assumption that they're like someone in, let's say, their mid twenties, right? Which I mean, be tough. I mean, maybe you're a tool fan. They might not give two shits about Honestly, I, I probably wouldn't recognize him in a crowd. This is it. Yeah. This is the picture. This is. I mean, you see the back of his dad's head, but yeah, that's hilarious. I'll show it to you. Right, he's really funny. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he seems like a young guy, but like. I probably wouldn't be able to pick him out of a If crowd. he had the short hair, no. I wouldn't have known it. If, uh, if he had long hair, then I'd be yeah. like, oh shit, that's Eddie Van Halen. Like, because that's what if I If he's carrying yeah, that yeah. Frankenstrat, then yeah. No, oh, yeah, 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 there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. He just walks around with it all the time. The only way I would know if it was Eddie, if I knew what his son looks like, and I yeah. had forgotten what Wolfgang looks it's like. It's like uh, Kevin. Hell, there he looks more like Alex. Uh, Kevin Smith <laughs> will talk about, like, unless you had, like, the long hair, the cap. And the trench coat, like people, people don't recognize, recognize him. I, well, now, especially that, now, that he shed, shed all that weight. Yeah, but people started recognizing him uh, with the hockey jersey. But now that he lost so much weight, he, yeah, doesn't, he doesn't wear the he doesn't wear the hockey jersey anymore. So I'm sure he blends in again in the crowd. Since he wears the blazer now. Uh, Adam Jones was on Raw uh, this past Monday. Alex Jones? Yeah, Alex, no, Adam Jones. Adam Jones. Oh, the uh, guitarist for Tool. Gotcha. He they didn't. Yeah, well, he loves wrestling. Yeah, and I didn't know that because I told my buddy Chris. He goes, "Yeah, dude, he loves wrestling." He oh, you never listened to the Jericho thing with him? No. He, he was talking about how much he loves Jericho. Oh, he was in the front row on last week's Monday. They didn't call attention to it. It's where the old announcer table was. It was after the first match. Becky comes out and she stumbles with her belt and she bumps into the guardrail. And there's the dude with the long gray hair just <laughs> sitting there smiling and just looking. And then I go, "Excuse me," like I kind of was like. And I Google, it's like, man, what the fuck does, you know, Adam Jones look like? Because I was like, that was Adam Jones. And then I was like, no way. <laughs> like, I knew what he looked like, but I was like, fucking wrestling. Well, it, was, it was like at the AW premiere where Kevin Smith was there. And it was before they they like called it out. Oh, well, he was, him and Jason Mewes were like it was before the, it was Yeah, but it was before the camera showed it. So I was just like, what the fuck are they doing here? And I had just heard his podcast of Jericho. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, that makes sense, I guess, because they're in L.A. too. 
Uh, but I was just like, what the fuck are that, these well, guys? You a, guys are wrestling fans. That's what I said. Adam Jones, and it wasn't like everyone was up around him because Becky was right there, but Becky didn't stop. She bounced and moved. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, hey, Adam Jones, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was just him he not just over the thing, and he was just smiling. <laughs> And I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm like, what does he look like? Uh, he looks like a creepy tall guy with long gray hair and a beard. Like, he's very easy to notice. He kind of looks like a cooler Joe Perry. <laughs> Especially in, like, this photo. That's, yeah, yeah. And that, that's what I saw. And I was like, yo, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and, really I, and I was like, I rewound the thing. And I was like, yo, that's fucking Adam Jones. That's phenomenal guitar player, Adam Jones. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was I thought that was an interesting uh, you know, yeah, hypothetical it, to put out. Looking at like, it now, I'd probably do forwards. I love a lot of old classic stuff, but I'm 83, so if I go forward, I have a lot of early metal and then turning into a lot of the metal that I like. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, for me it's, even though there's a lot of old bands that I really fucking enjoy, yeah, I'm going to lose Zeppelin. Yeah, I'll lose old Santana. Yeah, well, for me, you know, yeah, right. Frank Zappa and shit. I'm also losing like some old Stevie Wonder that I like, or some old James Brown that I like. The and Beatles. It's just like the Beatles. Oh, fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, as I was, because I was listening to that podcast, it was fucking Barstool of all things. Uh, internalizing, I was like, man, I don't know what I would do. So I'm like, hey, ask these motherfuckers what they would do. Yeah, it'd have to be forward, uh, but forward up to a point because now I just don't listen to music anymore. So I still go back to my old stuff. I feel like I'd have a bigger catalog going forward as That's well. That's what I'm saying. You would you would do that like from 83 to like somewhere in the late 90s Probably or early 2000s. 2000s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but even then you're capping yourself because part of the, the, the joy of going forward is that like Chris said, you have all the things that are coming, but like you don't know what's coming. So you're like, well, it could true. just be garbage. Well, now my coming is I listen to like weird, you know, fucking electronic, like, you know, vaporwave and shit. But like, because to me, it's just like, I don't like rock now because rock has just become that generic, happy, feel good rock music. Like, just bullshit. That's all you hear. I mean, I have to really dig for it, but it's just like, yeah. You get me? You get me, Chris? Sure. Shut up. You get me. <laughs> I've been listening to some girl good shit. I mean, recently. Some new, new, new bands there. Uh, that's the thing that happened uh, between Liz and I. A lot of like, a lot of bands that we discovered. We ended up uh, realizing that they were either like broken up, they're garbage, or no, really I'm good kidding, bands that just like were broken up, or like some member passed away, and we got stuck in that rut of just discovering bands really late. Uh, but recently, we've been picking up on some bands that are still together and touring, and yeah, it's been pre- See, and they've been making good stuff. Part of my joy of listening to music is being able to like, especially now, right? That you're fucking streaming. So it's like everywhere. Being able to just like go back and things that I just missed out on. Like, I think I was telling you, and I know I mentioned it to Nardo that like, I've, I finally started like paying attention to like Portishead and Massive Attack and all that trip hop shit. And I'm like, why was I not listening to this when it was relevant. extremely relevant? Mm, yeah. You know, like granted, I'm not a kid in the UK that was like there in the like late 90s or 2000s. But like, I listened to the Prodigy like as a kid in high school so it was like still new but like it never made the transition to like the more acidy sounding trip hop stuff yeah. but at least now i can go back and listen it is more accessible because <clears throat> uh, especially you look at one artist uh, i don't know you, you use uh, itunes i'm guessing yeah, yeah. or apple music mm-hmm. so i have uh google music i'm sorry what happened they, they just showed off thanos's throne for that marvel game that's pretty cool <laughs> but um so I'm guessing you <laughs> click on one artist. Does it recommend artists based on that on that artist? Oh, uh, which yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, app, yeah, yeah, like yeah, similar yeah. similar artists. Yeah, what app are you talking about? On like Apple Music Apple or whatever. No, oh, Apple Music. So yeah. like, I'll just pick one. Stevie Wonder was the first one here. If I scroll all the way to the Scouting bottom, in the closet, bro. It says similar artist. 
the fuck? Ivette's Red now? Joan DeCola, Austin Godsey, Rick Rowe. I assume these are all like mega artists. Okay, Marvin Gaye was the only one I, I knew from that list. Rocky, since Rick you put DeCola. Rick Rowe, I was going to make a joke of Rick Ross. Okay, have you read Rick Ross's memoir? <laughs> Why would I do that? I saw it when I was walking through the airport. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> I was like, I did not know this was a thing. No, I, did, I didn't know it was a thing either. But yeah, it's Rick Ross. So we've discovered some bands by... Wing Stop Publishing? But by that, like seeing... Mm-hmm. Just similar bands, and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. this is a recommended, so I was like, oh, let me check it out. Well, it was like, uh, I was talking to Cole about it. It's a, a thing that we, she likes more than I do, but it's a band that I have an awareness because I went to a show, and they were like one of the openers, and it was uh, this band, Animals as Leaders, and like she was really wow. into them, and I just so happened to see them because I went to a show with Christy, of all people, mm-hmm. and they were the opener because she went to see Mute Math or whatever the fuck band yeah. it was, and I would have like... I was just like, all right, this dude's fucking whittling it up and shit, but I have no idea who this band is. Yeah. And then when Nicole eventually brought up, I'm like, I've seen them live. Because the name, like, you know, stuck with me the whole time. But yeah, like, it's... Those are the fun ways to find new artists. One of the things I, I actively do is um, on Apple Music in the... Uh, let me see. In the browse section, they'll, they'll uh, list all of the, like, hot tracks for yeah. the week or whatever, and they adjust it, I think, uh, every week. And they list a good number of tracks in a variety of genres. And I'll just go in whatever, like, artist I'm familiar with, or, like, maybe it's the way they write their name or some shit that, like, just kind of jumps out at me. I'll just, like, cue them all up on my drive in the morning or when I first get to work, and I'll just listen to it. And I found some shit that I really like or that, like, eventually became a hit song, like, from, you know, from a pop music standpoint, uh, from there. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. It's at least a new way to learn music and then, you know, go from there. I also watch a lot of YouTube, so that helps. Uh, and then the other thing is the thing that we were talking about in the, in our group chat and you guys' work group chat was the, uh, the 2019 nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh yeah. And like Rick and I gave our lists. Did you ever make a list? No, you told him not to. No, I know. I mean, independently, not that he sent. I did it to my chat. dad too, and he talked about it. And then I said this. And he's like, I actually, drop this and put this instead. Like my dad kind of did what I told. Like he went with the list that you thought he would go. with? Yeah, originally my dad did Doobie Brothers, Judas Priest, Nine Inch Nails, Soundgarden, Todd, uh, well, was, Todd Rundgren. To, Those are his choices. I was about to list them all. And uh, then and then I said uh, Pat Benatar, Motorhead, Thin Lizzy, Todd Rundgren, Nine, Ninja Nail, Nine, <laughs> Nin or Doobie, and he goes, I'll dump Judas Priest for Pat. He goes, Yeah, Pat Benatar is better. And then we talked about it at dinner, like me, my brother, my sister, my mom, and my dad. And so then the list for everyone who hasn't Googled it themselves is uh, these Only, are the nominees, think, and you pick five, five, right? Yeah, and they can have up to like 12, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, fucking yeah. retarded. They can go as many as they want. Uh, and so some go, of these people are have already been, last year, Chaka Khan went uh, and for someone was else. nominated. Yeah, yeah nominated. a lot of them have been nominated more, more than, than once. More than once, yeah. right. Yeah. So you have Def Leppard, Devo, Janet Jackson, John Prine, Kraftwerk. Devo's not this year. I'm looking at it. Uh, Kraftwerk, LO Cool J, MC5, Radiohead, Rage Against the Machine, Roxy Music, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, Stevie Nicks, The Cure of the Zombies, and Todd Rundgren. That's weird. Devo's not this year because it wasn't even one of the choices I could select when I voted. I'm, I'm on Rock Hall, official 2019 nominees. Yeah, so. you need the 2020. Oh, okay. This was last year's Yes. Then? Yeah. I see. Yeah, because Devo was last year. Yeah, yeah. Because you have... You're, I thought we were talking okay, about 2019. It's Pat Benatar, Dave Matthews Band, Depeche Mode, The Doobie Brothers, Judas Priest, Kraftwerk. That's right, because Biggie was one of them. Yeah, yeah. MC5, Motorhead, Nine Inch Nails, uh, B, uh, Biggie, 
Rufus featuring Chaka Khan, Soundgarden, T-Rex, Thin Lizzy, Tom Rundgren, and Winnie Houston. You have my list on there? Uh, you, let me go. No, because this was in my dad's thing, so it was really okay. easy. Let me try to I find can scroll up. Let me see. Because we shouldn't have said much. I'll post it. Because I was just like, I want to say Biggie, but um, like, I know that oh, if, if we're going by merit, like it just doesn't compare. No, I also feel like Biggie just, I don't know, just kind of doesn't float in there. How many people get in? Five. Five. Yeah, here's your here's your thing. You okay. said... I was trying to be super... Pat Benatar, unbiased. Motorhead, Kraftwerk, uh, Nice Dales, and maybe Rufus Chagagon. Although possibly Whitney Houston or Richard Gunn. Uh, I will say what my dad said, and I kind of agree with it, that he loves Whitney Houston and Chaka Khan and stuff, but he doesn't feel like, I don't know, that maybe if there was a different, like, yeah, like other people like Motown, like Motown's great, you know, like old stuff, but he doesn't feel like it should be in this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like more blues. Oh, that's a big ass roach. Where? Straight ahead. <laughs> On the wall. It's like a beetle now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. he was moving. I was like, yeah, yeah. I thought he looked big when he was crawling up. Um, that thing? Yeah. What is it? It's oh. a it's a beetle roach thing. Whatever, I will kill it. Uh, like they're great. Like he appreciates him. He loves Chuck Khan. He loves Winnie Houston. Yeah. You dead bitch. Uh, but he's like, he's like more like you know bluesy guys and stuff like Bo Diddley and all those guys get in and they're like awesome. Well, but those guys kind of fit more th- in. That begs the question though, because there's been hip hop acts in here. There so has like, like LL Cool yeah. J's well, I mean, in it. Yeah. This is no longer the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's now the Music Hall. Music of Hall. Of yes, Fame, and which kind of like destroys the name on itself. They should change the name, and that's why it's like you know. Well, how, how long has it been around as an institution? Like since the seventies. But there, there's it's ridiculous. It, well, because it, rock and roll music political. was the popular. Yeah, yeah. But it was also the popular form. Right, right. right? Like right now, the most current, the most popular form of music currently is hip hop. Yeah. Like categorically, so to say that like certain hip hop acts don't deserve inclusion is well, it's they don't deserve like it's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I wouldn't like, you know, that's the thing. Like the rock and roll hall of fame has not been the rock and roll hall of fame for some time. It hasn't, but it's still called the rock and roll hall of fame. That's yeah, why it's like, that's, that's semantics at that point. Uh, yes. But like, that's why it's like, you know, change the name. Then, then I would understand why these guys should get in. But right, by that token, it's like Depeche Mode is not a rock and roll band. No, but it is a, it's, <laughs> they're a new wave band. Yeah. But it's best. still like offshoot of rock more so than Chaka Khan. And, yeah. More so than Chaka Khan and Whitney Houston. And they're incredible. No, Shaka Khan, there's like funk elements to it, which is an offshoot of rock and roll. I would put out of the two depending I mean, on honestly, rock and roll is an offshoot of like rhythm and blues. Yeah, it's offshoot. And of, funk yeah, yeah. is an offshoot of rhythm and blues also. I mean, theoretically, everything is an offshoot of rhythm and wow. blues. What did you say, Wildfire? No, I'm looking at the list of uh, not on the hall of fame.com. <laughs> like artists who probably deserve to be in the hall of fame. Well, that's why, like, like now, like, uh, Motorhead and I mean, fucking look, Judas Priest, like what the fuck, you even know? Even fucking Kraftwerk, like why is Kraftwerk? Uh, but you can't deny their contribution to music. They're, they're well, number one, is like the yeah, grand, they're number one on this list. Kraftwerk is like the grandfather of all electronica music, right? And that's yeah. what I'm saying, like to exclude, but they're not rock and roll. Like nothing about their music <clears> is rock and roll music, because like Devo was a punk band. Well, so, like at a certain I could, point. I can say because I was talking about that and my whole family. Nine Inch Nails is more of a weird industrial music than anything. Yeah, now. but that that has a, a a much clearer line from rock and roll. Uh-huh. You know, what rock and roll is? Yeah, yeah. To industrial because it's still like an offshoot, a, a subgenre of rock music. Yeah. Right. Rock being a rock and roll, like I can see that. Kraftwerk falls under none of those things, and to deny Kraftwerk's contribution to music from a certain point forward is like ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. You know, and so it's like at that point, like. You can only split hair so many ways. 
So if you're inducting from a different category, you might as well induct from all categories. I forgot when they started inducting the hip hop acts. I think it's when they brought the Rock and Hall of Fame show to HBO. I think I think it was like five years ago. Okay. Let me see what Wikipedia has for this. Priest, yeah. Yeah, like Jews Priest. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden's not in? No. I watched like the first two. Like I think the second one was when Kiss got into the Rock and Hall of Fame after like all these years. Which and also that was, like what? What? Uh, not having Kiss or No, Kiss having in. Kiss. Joy Division. Kiss like is, like Kiss is a super popular band, but like but I don't know what their contribution was that is deserving of being in a Hall of Fame. Kiss was like the hugest act for like ever. Was it? Yeah, they were like fucking rock. They still make money. Man. Yeah, dude. no, I know they still make money, but that's that's a, a merchandising thing, and sure. that's like the Kiss Army. Yeah, but Kiss, you know what I mean, Kiss was one of the biggest things. Even though like a lot of the rock people, like people growing up, like I love Metallica shit, thought it was a joke because it was dude wearing makeup. But because of them, they created the weird stage act and the show. They did all the crazy spectacle. Yeah, but that's the demon and all that shit. Okay. You know, so I guess a part of it is like, how do you define the criteria to get in? Is it a multi-tiered, multi-faceted thing? Or is it just like, if you've made enough of, of an impact in any one of these various criteria, like, welcome. I guess you'd have to, to put it better, because I like some KISS stuff. You'd probably have to watch the, who's inducting to have them explain why KISS is. I think it, it was Tom Morello put them in. It, I, I, he, it's, he explained very, it. it's very political. Well, they get voted by old people. Old people. Well, yeah. Uh, old Hall of Fame already that are in there. Mm -hmm. uh, bands now. Uh, it's like all this bunch of shit. Like the main people are like big bands, people already in the Hall of Fame, and people on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame committee, which is like the Doobie Brothers, the Doobie Brothers, yeah, Todd Rundgren too. Uh, you know, I don't know. I know the name Todd Rundgren. I can't associate it with fucking it's anything. The Monkeys. Are you looking up? Still not Lord in. Head. Yeah, not in. Doobie Brothers. Beck. Is How come Beck is not in? Yeah, but what did Beck do? Well, this is the thing. Beck, That's what Beck has a ridiculous amount of uh, yeah songs, but like it's really interesting. What has he done? I was talking about this with my boss. Beck has managed. What to, has he done for me lately? I think he has Beck, the most Grammys any artist has ever. He has managed yeah. to stay super relevant for twenty decades, plus years. Decades, yeah. At least twenty, though. Yeah. Uh, but still be effectively an underground artist because like people know the name Beck, but like they couldn't pick that motherfucker out from a crowd. All, all I know is after his stuff and then Odelay, and I have no that's idea it. what that's the fuck it. You have Loser and and Odelay. that era. And yeah, it. and I think Odelay was after Loser. Yeah, yeah I think so. And I picked it up, and I was like, yeah. And then to me, he disappeared. I can't make him. He's been he steadily making, making music. music. He was the whole like time. that. He just kind of fell into that weird underground thing that I just. Never well, the thing is, he also to. works on like soundtracks, and he, like he works in so many different things. Uh -huh. But like the exposure isn't like a huge thing. He just won a Grammy fucking last year, the year before that like Kanye had that whole weird banter with him. Yeah. Uh, one, I was saying like, I love Soundgarden a lot, but I don't think they should have. Mm. I don't think they'd get in. My dad really wants them. Like my brother, my dad. Soundgarden? Soundgarden's on the list. Beck has won seven Grammys. Same thing with Nine Inch seven Nails. Grammys, like, nominated 17 times. I love Nine Inch Nails, but Ridiculous. they were like, I said they shouldn't. And my dad. Well, I think it's, like, again, I think it's be. the contribution. Yes, of what they've done. Yeah. What they've done and, and also what Trent they Reznor continue now. to do. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, Trent Reznor, like, it, not only is he still making music, he makes but, like, he heads, no, but he also heads up Apple Music. Like, he still actively contributes to music as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at, like, Nine Inch Nails, like, I love Nine Inch Nails, but it's like, I don't know. Plus the yeah. fact that he was able to be like an independent uh, artist signed uh, to Interscope. Yes, when he put out... Uh, and have complete control of whatever the fuck. It was Ghost. No. It was the weird... It was after... This is Pretty Little Hate Machine. Right after Pretty Little Hate Machine. No, no, I'm talking about Machine. when he sold his own records on his website. Oh, no, no, no. I'm that talking was after, about I think just being signed to Interscope. Oh, I think it was after With Teeth. 
when he was like, look, you don't have to pay for my music. You can just download it. If you want it, you can buy the CD. You can buy oh, the yeah, big yeah, record. Yeah. That was when he was just doing his own weird ass shit before uh, Social Network movie. And that's when he made, he was in the band with his wife, uh, Angels or something. I was going to say Angels and Demons. Uh, I, f- I forgot her thing. Mm, I got none for that. You still looking at who's not in? No, no, no. I'm looking at the whole thing about uh, Beck snubbing a Beyonce for album of the year. That's what Kanye lost his shit. Oh, but he didn't. Did he win her. album? He of just the year? won. Did Beck yeah, win album won. of the year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What the f- like? I'm ne- like, where do I hear Beck music? <laughs> You're not Middle America, I guess. Uh, yeah. No, it was that whole thing that he didn't even snub when I it, listened to Y100, like, I've never heard like new Beck music. No, but he's well, not. Ta- that's is, top forty. Uh, like South, he's not South, top forty. South Florida is a very unique music scene, but once you leave South Florida, hell, once you even leave Florida, it completely changes. No, but I mean, I think once you get to like West Palm, it changes. Yeah, it's like yeah. When I was in Boca, the music was way different from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's way way West Coast way. They have a rock station in the West Coast, and we don't have a rock station here. South well, Florida yeah. does not have a rock. Yeah, station. we don't have it anymore. Yeah, there's a classic rock station. That's it. Yeah, but it's like it's Again, totally Madonna's changed. Madonna's like, in the Rock Hall of Fame. Country yes, is but I the feel biggest. Is. Country's the biggest genre of music in the U.S. Is it? Yes. Wait, what do you mean? Country music. Country music is the biggest genre of music. Like in the US. you mean with like contributing artists. Uh, not just artists, but in sales too. It's the most profitable. It's one of because of all the impossible middle of America nonsense. Yeah. Shit. Well, no, because I I wonder if that factors in streaming. Because like, uh, fucking what's her face? Old Town Road, baby. <laughs> Hip hop song. That's country, a country song. Country denied that song. <laughs> yeah. Country actively denied that song. That's a country song. <laughs> uh, by a lot. <laughs> of course they did. Yo, that song spent what thirteen weeks at number one? Uh-huh. Yeah, crazy. I hate that song. It's a catchy song. Ugh. I mean, look, it is it's a catchy song. <laughs> I try to doesn't make it a good song. I'm but trying it makes to it a catchy move song. myself from that that whole movement. Uh, but yeah, no, fuck you. Madonna's not rock and roll. There is there's no case you can make. She is a pop artist. Yeah, done and done. She's got a l- denim jacket. Dude. Who gives a shit? That's not <laughs> rock and roll. Like a dream, bro. Fuck the Beatles wore suits, bitch. <laughs> so did Elvis. Uh, yeah, well, everyone at that time period wore suits. Like casually, I wore a suit. That, like if I left my house, gotta wear a suit. That's rock and roll. <laughs> gotta wear a suit, man. That's, that's even that's the fucking just, Stones started wearing suits. That's that's that casual. That's 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 what you did back then. <laughs> like Zeppelin has fucking suits, dude. Nah, Zeppelin didn't, never did suits. He has the denim jacket with the suit. <laughs> Close yeah. enough. Grandmaster Flash in 2007. Yeah. Well, who's 2007's uh, class? 2007. Grandmaster Flash, REM, The Ronettes, Patti Smith, Van Halen, I think the this- Dave Clark. No, wait, that's 2008. So those guys. One of these are like the second or third one or the first. Because this is when they started showing up on HBO. Because HBO know. has the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm, going, I'm going back in the year. So let's see, 2006. When I stand started- corrected. Hip hop is, uh, is the most. Yeah, yeah. 20, I'm like 21.7%. Yeah, I'm like, because if you count streaming, like hip hop streams well bigger than country. Like, by a, I'd say a pretty big margin. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Country music, I think at one point was for sure the biggest. Yeah. But now, like. No, it's actually wow. like, according to Statista.com. Batista? <laughs> Batista. Give me what I want. Say You have. Uh, Give me those stats. Uh, hip hop and rap slash twenty one point seven percent, pop twenty point one percent, rock at fourteen percent, R and B ten point six, Latin 
uh, 9.4, a country at 8.7. I find that like really hard to believe. Well, uh, also consider the fact that hip hop, like or elements of hip hop, invade so many of those other ones. They invade pop. They obviously invade R and B, and they invade Latin now yeah. by a a lot too. True. So I think that's one of the things that makes hip hop this kind of all encompassing monster. That's just like it is what moves popular culture forward currently. I think. It's nuts. You know. Uh, let me see. 2005. Going back to this shit. You got Buddy Guy. You got the OJs. You got the Pretenders. Percy Sledge. U2. 2006. Black Sabbath. Blondie. Miles Davis. Leonard Skinner. And the Sex Pistols. So yeah, 2007 seems to be possibly the first. I think 2007 back. was the first one of HBO. I'm going back. I'm just trying to see if there's somebody before that. I was like, oh, Prince. But Prince could be considered rock and roll. Yeah, Prince is. It's mega rock and roll. Yeah. He fucking played mm-hmm. a mean ass guitar. What happened? He played a mean ass guitar. Oh yeah, I was uh, listening to his podcast. I played a clip of his his segment of while my guitar gently weeps, and I was like, God damn, it's good. I'm sad that that's another one. I'm super late to the, the party Super Bowl on. when he played or something. Uh, no, I think this was a tribute to George. Oh, he played in the Super Bowl. He played Purple Rain. Yes. Yeah, 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 that was the best part of rain ever. During the rain. Yeah. While it was raining. While it was raining, yeah. And then he had that that's, crazy guitar solo that was just fucking... That's hands down probably the best oh, Super Bowl shit. performance. <laughs> Did you see the text message? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, Man, we're on a roll, baby. That's ridiculous. Must be butter because we're on a roll. <laughs> Look, bitch. I only got so that's, much time. That's hands down. We should do that. We should rank the Super Bowl halftime shows. They're I all don't garbage. watch that shit. That's easy. They're <laughs> all garbage. Number one, no, the, dude. the Prince one is really good. I look, Prince was good. You just the watched the Who YouTube was clip. surprisingly good from like ten years ago. Yeah. The best one is that guy from fucking uh, Lady Gaga's was good. Uh, L- Maroon Five, just bad. because of his shitty tattoos. Oh, God. Um, Michael Jackson's was good too. What was that? Oh, way back in the day. Okay, I was like, fuck it. But he had um. Yeah, also, he, I'm not a sports fan, so I wouldn't he had know. The, half he had the one that uh, I forgot. The stadium, like you see Michael Jackson pop up. And do like a dance move, and then another. Does that rapist? He disappears, and another Michael Jackson pops up in another corner, does a dance move. It's a sting. And like in four (laughs) in four places in the stadium, he pops up, and and then then in the the end, he pops up in the middle of the stage and just stands there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In silence for like a minute or two minutes, and people. I mean, he's also like crazy. He's also Michael. And he's in full like Michael Jackson like outfit, and it's a dope ass. uh, I think he ends with uh, "We are the pe- we are the children." I think we are the world. What? We are the children or something. I don't. Know. <laughs> I love the children. It's a really good show. Like that Michael Jackson was. <laughs> Touch the kids. Uh, whatever. The children are our future. I don't know. Whatever. Well, he's like- <laughs> it's good though. Hold on, hold on. That was Super Bowl twenty seven. Yeah, dude, dude, that was a long time ago. Yeah, dude, it was good. We're with fifty two, fifty three. We'll watch it. I don't want to watch the watch it after. Watch it after. No, no, the no, Michael dude, Jackson performance. Not dude, the Super Bowl. I only got so much time to no, 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 spend no. on Michael Jackson, on MJ. I think that now you're like, oh, just I'll press beginning. for time. Just, just I am pressed for time now because now I understand what Chris And I think was it that one that Whitney Houston did the... Oh, I don't know. I'm the, looking it up, but I don't see Whitney Houston's name. She did the play, the um, national anthem on one of them. Oh, I don't know. Looking at the half hands down, like one of the one of the best national anthems ever was the Whitney Houston version. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just wearing the America jacket. Yeah. It was 1993, bro. It was a long time Jackson? ago. Jackson? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no, good. All right. So that can wrap it up. We hit all my bullet points. I'm very satisfied. Now I won't have any notes for next time. Uh, but until then, episode 192, as we get closer to episode 200, I have been Rocky. 
Chris. And I'm Rick. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. Later. So can I get to know? Can I-